Changemakers, welcome back to the Engage for Good podcast. I'm your host, Allie Murphy. What's the best way to work with your nonprofit partner? How do you build a culture of trust? And how do you lean on a nonprofit's expertise and guidance to deliver truly impactful programs? Because almost always, they're the subject matter experts. In today's episode, I'm joined by Subaru of America's Community Commitment Marketing Manager, Ashley Estes, and Love Promise Community Commitment Specialist, Nick Saracini, to talk about Subaru Loves Learning and the automaker's partnership with adoptaclassroom.org. 92% of classrooms across the country have students whose families can't afford to purchase school supplies for their children. And 96% of teachers bridge that gap by buying supplies with their own money. Through Subaru's partnership with Adopt-A-Classroom, over 600 retailers are matched with high-need Title I schools in their communities. The dealers adopt a classroom by providing $500 in flexible funding that teachers can use to purchase school supplies and learning materials. The partners launched their first national retail program in 2021, impacting more than 5,000 classrooms and 133,000 students. By the end of this year, they will have impacted 300,000 students and are now Adopt-A-Classroom's largest corporate supporter. In today's episode, we'll explore how the Automaker's partnership with Adopt-A-Classroom began and how it's evolved, how Subaru relies on Adopt-A-Classroom's expertise, and how the partners developed a partnership built on flexibility, open-mindedness, and trust, how the Automaker communicates the campaign to retailers and consumers, how well-intentioned gifts were transformed into data-driven, impactful supply kits for classrooms, and Ashley and Nick's advice for building impactful partnerships. And with that, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Subaru of America. Hi, Ashley and Nick, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Allie. Hi, Allie. Ashley, would you start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Subaru? I would love to. My name is Ashley Estes, and I am the Love Promise Community Commitment Manager, and I work in the marketing department. Uh, I oversee the strategy and the development of community commitment programs that we work on with national charity partners. Awesome. And Nick, what about you? So uh, I work on Ashley's team. I'm the Love Promise Community Commitment Specialist at Subaru of America. And I'm based out of our Camden, New Jersey headquarters location. And I work on these programs with Ashley. And I work on more of the day-to-day of actually executing the programs and uh, building them out to scale so that we can kind of deploy them and implement them at all of our retailers nationwide. I love that both of you are on this podcast because, Nick, you've got a lot of the implementation. Ashley, you have some of the higher level pieces. And it is a great overview of kind of the whole program. So let's talk a little bit about kind of this overview part. Subaru's overarching CSR program is the Subaru Love Promise. Ashley, for our listeners who aren't familiar, what is your love promise and how does Subaru Love's learning fit in? So the Subaru Love Promise is something really special. Uh, And this is what I love about my job and what I love about working for a company like Subaru, because for us, it's more than just selling cars to our customers, um, but it's about being more than a car company and our dealers Uh, also share that belief and believe in being more than your typical dealer. Um, They want to earn your trust and your respect. And so one of the things that um, they do and we do as an organization as a whole is to give back to the communities where we live and we work. Um, It's more than just, like I said, selling a car. uh, And and I love that the dealers believe that 
when their customers come in, they're like family. Um, they believe in giving back to the schools or the homeless shelters or the food banks in that local community. It's not just lip service. It truly is a commitment and action. And mm-hmm. we like to call it the love promise, but our our retailers have been doing doing it for years. So we just call it the love. We just started calling it the love promise about over 10 years ago, but uh, we've been doing it for a long time. Okay. Uh, and that's the love promise. And how does Subaru Loves Learning fit into that? So Love Promise is organized in five pillars. So you have Subaru Loves the Earth, Subaru Loves to Care, Subaru Loves Learning, Subaru Loves Pets, and Subaru Loves to Help. So Subaru Loves Learning is one of the five pillars uh, for Love Promise. And it's the one devoted to helping address real need in schools and need all over the country. Okay, so I'm excited to talk about this today. And one of your key partners here is AdoptAClassroom.org. Nick, tell us a little bit about your partner and what this partnership encompasses. Adopt-a-Classroom is a great organization. Uh, They're a national nonprofit uh, with their mission is to support education. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they do that by uh, helping teachers have access to flexible funding that they can use to purchase supplies for their classrooms. Um, What's interesting about Adopt-a-Classroom is at their core is they're they're really a technology-based company. Uh, They developed a platform where teachers can go in and purchase the supplies that they need for their students. And they have a wide range of different organizations that they can shop from. Um, And it's basically like going shopping. So donors can give them money that can go into these teachers' accounts so they can purchase items. And they have suppliers in there like Staples, Scholastic, um, all kinds of different education, uh, Beckers, um, anywhere where you can purchase school supplies. And they make them available so that the teachers can purchase the things that they specifically need for their classrooms. Okay, and tell us a little bit about why Adopt-A-Classroom and you partnered and what, what does this partnership involve? Yes, Adopt-A-Classroom is, you know, they're trying to solve something that is legitimately and honestly a troubling situation that's going on in the education space right now. I mean, right now, um, more than 92% of classrooms in the United States have students who cannot afford to purchase any school supplies. So they show up for the classroom at back to school time unprepared. They don't have the items they need. And unfortunately, in in most cases, the teachers will step in and they'll buy uh, the supplies out of their own pockets, which is sad. It shouldn't have to be that way. Um, And Subaru recognized that problem. They recognized that Adopt-A-Classroom was trying to do something about it. And they had the the ways to be able to get the funds to the teachers. And that's where we said we wanted to step in and we wanted to try to do what we could to help. And if I could tell you one more thing I really like about Adopt-A-Classroom is they've really got their finger on the pulse of what teachers are going through. Um, Every year they do a state of teaching uh, survey. They reach out to about 5,000 teachers nationwide uh, and they kind of uh, try to get a state, uh, see the landscape of what's going on in education. Uh, And they found that, you know, coming back from the pandemic, the overall workload has increased. They're spending more out of their own pockets than they ever had before. Uh, They're spending time addressing things like student mental health. So there's a lot of things that are taxing teachers right now. So we're trying to find a way that we can help them. And, you know, one of those ways is just through recognizing them and trying to help them to just have the things that they need to be prepared for their day to day. And that's how we got involved with it. Before we dive into more specifics, I want to talk fit. In a lot of social impact campaigns, there's a clear fit between the brand and the cause. So if you are, for example, a tech company, maybe you have a campaign around STEM programs with a nonprofit. You're an automaker, and we're talking about education and classrooms. Ashley, talk to us a little bit about this, because I think you have a unique bottle. Yeah, we do. Thank you for that question, Allie, because for some people, it might seem a little random, um, and, and that's not the case. Uh, the thing about the Love Promise is that um, it is we are we are addressing real need in communities all over the country, and it doesn't have to have anything to do with selling cars, and that's why we love it, um, but it's also 
something that I think um, makes us special, our dealers special. And he said, these are the things that our customers care about, the things that our company, the people who work for Subaru, that they care about. Um, and, and that's why we've identified those five different areas that we would like to focus our support because that's important to us and it's important to our customers. And if I understand correctly, your partnership began a few years ago, but last year was the first time you partnered on a national retail program to adopt classrooms, which you're doing again this year. Ashley, how has this program evolved over time? So for Subaru Loves Learning, we've, uh, Subaru Loves Learning has been in place for several years. Um, we have, this isn't our first time working with a nonprofit um, in this space. We've worked with um, um, several nonprofits in the past. And before working with Adopt a Classroom, we were giving um, science books, high quality science books to schools uh, and students all over the country. And we engaged Adopt a Classroom as a program extension to that program. Mm -hmm. And we decided in 2020 to take another look at Subaru Loves Learning to see what we can do to expand our impact. And that's what made us go back to adopt the classroom to say, what, what, what can we do to really focus on a growing problem in this country? And that's around what Nick talked about, which is the 92% of classrooms have those students whose families can't afford school supplies. And these teachers are spending money out of their own pocket. That's $750 on average every year. And so when we, we, when we learned of those alarming statistics, we said that's what we want to focus our program on. And mm -hmm. so essentially we are giving the funds to the teachers who are the closest to the need so that we can help make sure um, that students have what they need to be successful for the school year. And so, Nick, this is a big program. It includes over 600 stores. How do you communicate the program with your retailers and consumers? It's a huge undertaking. <laughs> I can say that. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to what Ashley was saying right in the beginning is that the Super Love Promise is it's deeply rooted in who we are as an organization. So we're not going out there trying to sell this in. Our super retailers believe this. They want to do good. They want to do more to give back in their communities. So we're putting these programs in place to try to help them, to try to guide them, to get them uh, to be able to give them kind of these turnkey solutions so they can go out there and do the good that they want to do. So it's not like we have to sell any of this in. We've got a passionate retailer network, and that's what makes it so exciting to work on these programs. That's step one. So they're looking out for it. They're ready. They want to know what okay. they can do. And then step two is, you know, we have a great network of uh, field marketing teams of our district sales managers that are responsible for select groups of retailers throughout the nation. And then they go out and they work with those stores to help them, um, to get them connected, um, to work with them to select their school. Um, it, it's really, it's the collective effort. We all have to come together from the whole marketing team here at Subaru of America to the teams that we have out into the field. And, and many of our Subaru retailers have people at their stores that their only job is Love Promise. Uh, they're the Love mm, Promise okay. coordinator for their store. And they work on figuring out ways that they can do good in their community. So we have a point of contact at each store as well. So it's a lot of communication. And, and to be honest with you, it starts very early. That's the way we do it. We have to start very early in the <laughs> I year. I bet it does. Here it is August, but we've been talking about it for months and months and months. <laughs> and do you, does Adoptive Classroom help with any of the messaging around this? Because we talked about already, you're an automaker. They're in the education space. Do you work together to create some of the messaging regardless of who it goes to? Oh, we absolutely do. Um, Adoptive Classroom is an amazing organization. Uh, they have become friends of ours. They help us with all of this from the messaging to actually pairing the retailers 
us with the schools. And that's mm-hmm. a pretty involved process. It takes a lot of work uh, and it takes a, a lot of people on their team to be able to put that together. So they help us to craft the messaging. There are experts in the education space. Like yep. you said, we are a car company that wants to help in education. So we need experts in the education space to tell us um, you know, what's going on so that we can understand the problems. So they're who we rely on. Uh, but they're the ones that get the retailers connected with the schools in their community. Uh, they have to go through and they have to vet the schools to make sure that they're Title I. So part of the Subaru Loves Learning program uh, is that the Subaru retailers need to be paired with a school that's in their area of responsibility uh, yes. that's Title I high needs. Uh, so that means that it's a, it's a federal program um, and it's dis- distinguished by the number of students that qualify for free or reduced lunch. Um, so if they meet those qualifications, Adopt a Classroom will reach out to them uh, and see if they're able to even accept the funding. Some of the schools can't accept corporate funding. Um, and in that case, they okay. have to move on to the next one. So they go through a lot of that work for us and, and we work with them hand in hand. We talk to them every single day uh, and they're a great partner. Can you share any early metrics on the success of this year's campaign, Nick? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Um, this is actually the first time that we'll be communicating it. But by the end of this year, uh, this Subaru Loves Learning campaign, Subaru will uh, have supported 300,000 students nationwide. Uh, and that makes us the largest corporate supporter of adoptaclassroom.org, which we're really proud to be. Uh, and that's a huge increase over last year. We're really excited to see those numbers uh, increase year over year. That's awesome. Okay, so I want to shift gears a little bit. Ashley, one of the things that makes for a strong initiative is year-round support. August is Subaru Loves Learning Month, as we've been talking about. But how do you engage around this issue with Adopt Classroom, your retailers and consumers the rest of the year? I know planning is kind of separate, but how do you engage these different groups year-round? So a lot of our stores have already uh, had relationships with their partner schools and have mm-hmm. had those relationships for several years. So when we started working with Adopt a Classroom on this program, uh, for a large amount of stores, we didn't have to rematch them. They were able to keep their partner, their partner school and work with them throughout the year. And then in August, they could celebrate it and talk to people about it um, with the rest of the retailers all over the country. And what I love about the relationship between the retailers and the schools is it is ongoing. It might mean uh, volunteering at a school sporting event, hosting a car wash to raise money, uh, or stopping by to read books to the kids, uh, or even hosting a career day. And that that happens all throughout the year, um, at least all throughout the school year. So even though we celebrate Subaru Loves Learning in the month of August, they are activating with their partners all year round. And that's so important. I think there's a lot of different campaigns out there that are like, okay, here's a a specific cause month and we're going to do something during this time. But it's really that year round commitment that makes a big difference. And if I could share, there's a a story that um, just to show how deep the retailers are in their relationships with the schools. Uh, Teacher Appreciation Week is in May. And it's honestly at the end of the school year. But so sometimes people forget that the schools still need a little bit of love and support. Um, but the retailers, one of the our retailers stepped up this year. And instead of just going over to the school and dropping off donuts or um, gift cards to the teachers to give them some some appreciation, um, what they did was they had uh, the teachers, um, they, they actually went over to the school and they serviced their vehicles in the parking lot. And oh, that's different than saying, hey, we're running a promotion for teachers all week long to celebrate Teacher Appreci- Appreciation Week. What they recognized is that most teachers can't leave during the day to get their car service. They don't have time. So instead of run, exactly, they don't mm-hmm. have the time 
So instead of just running a promotion um, that could be inconvenient for the teacher's schedule, they said, we'll come to you. So that just goes to show you just some of the things that our retailers are doing to go above and beyond just giving money, um, but also just being thoughtful about how they are being supportive uh, to teachers and to schools all over the country. I think that's such a good point because in a lot of not for everybody, of course, but in a lot of places, the first thing that you think of is financial support, which is absolutely important. But these teachers don't always have time. And I think that's such a beautiful description of thinking maybe outside the box, but also is a really good brand fit for you and makes sense for teachers. Exactly. So I'm guessing there are a few things that you've changed and improved in this campaign and partnership year over year. Nick, can you share one of those with us? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we've changed a lot of things after our first year. And I think we're probably going to continue to always keep changing things because that's the only yes. way to make the program better, for sure. Um, so there's a couple things that we learned from this first time around. The first being that, like like Ashley mentioned, our super retailers are hands-on. They don't want to just do financial support. They want to do that, but they want to do more. They want to take time out from their day. They want to go over and meet the school. So when the school invites them to come over, they want to go over and do it. Mm-hmm. So what we ran into last year is we have these retailers that were making these significant financial contributions to their school. And then the school would say, come over, meet everybody, come over, it'd be great. And they'd come over and they would feel like they were coming over empty handed and they didn't want to do that because right. the donation had already been communicated. So what we saw they started doing was uh, collecting school supplies in their showrooms. So their employees would go out shopping and they'd start filling up the back of their cars with supplies, even though they already adopted the classroom. And then they'd show up with these boxes of supplies on top of all of that. They already did what we asked them to do in this activation, but they wanted to do They more. didn't want so to show up empty handed. You don't show up to dinner without a dessert or something, right? Yeah, so, exactly. So we took that as a learning and we went to adopt a classroom and said, you know, they want to give supplies. We're giving, we're adopting the classroom so that they can get those supplies. What can we do? Um, and adopt a classroom is great because they can help us evolve these programs because we bring them our learnings and then they kind of think through them with us. And they said, well, you know, we're a tech organization. We know what teachers are buying, what they're spending their money on when you give them these funds. Let's pick out what those specific items are so we know that we're giving them things that they definitely need so that if retailers want to give them supplies, they can do that. Uh, and it's not just things that they're guessing at, things that we're using the data and we're saying, this is what the, the classrooms will need. So we put together these curated school supply kits this year. Um, and mm-hmm. retailers had the option to buy these supply kits um, with the data that Adopt a Classroom put together to figure out the things that the classrooms would need so that they can build them in the showroom. So they're making these individual boxes for each teacher that they're adopting so that when they go over to show them, when they go over to meet them and talk with them, um, they can say, you know, we also got you these supplies because we heard these are the things that you go through the fastest. Hopefully yep. this helps your funds go even further and carries you further throughout the year. We took care of these things just as an extra little something that we wanted to do for you. Uh, and that was just in response to the things that we saw throughout the course of the first year. So that was a really big adjustment for us this year. And I'm happy to report that the majority of our retailers signed up for it. They said, yeah, we absolutely want to do that. Nice. So I'm guessing, so you're, you're building these supply kits based on the data that Adopt a Classroom has. And so you've worked together on these pieces. I'm guessing that historically, what teachers would have used those funds on when you adopted a classroom was a lot of the stuff that are in these supply kits. So you're giving them a supply kit that is geared to them based on data that kind of jump starts the, we'll call it the adoption of a classroom, and then they get to use the remainder of the funds to do even more. Is that right? That is exactly right. You know, one of the things that Adopt the Classroom warned us, warned us about when you do classroom supply drives is oftentimes you'll get 
600 notebooks, which is great, which they can use them, but they're not exactly the things that they need. And the things that a kindergarten class needs is vastly different than the things that a high school STEM class needs. Right. Exactly. So, you know, we leaned on them as the experts in the field to tell us what are those things that they're just going to go through super fast. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure that we have them lined up for them so that way their funds can go even further and buy those things that maybe they wouldn't have gotten. You know, for example, we worked with, um, a, a local retailer and uh, in, in our area that that did this and um, their teacher ended up buying a classroom organizer uh, so that their kids could put their homework in for their students. Oh, when I they was would about come to in. ask, what is that? Okay, got it. Just like you, would, it's a piece of furniture and you wouldn't mm-hmm. think much of it. But to her, that was a whole lesson plan and responsibility and organization so that when the students come in in the morning, their, their homework goes in the slot and they can check it easily. And it was something that she never had the funds to buy uh, because mm-hmm. she was spending all of her money on these consumable things that they're going through so often. So, you know, the fact that we're able to have our retailers step up and give those basic items, it lets their funds go further and buy some of these things that they never had before. I love all this. Okay. So you mentioned leaning on Adopt a Classroom's insights to create the supply kits. Ashley, can you share other ways that you've leveraged their expertise and how you've built a culture of trust together? Yeah, so Adopt a Classroom, and Nick shared a little bit of how they helped to put together the supply kit for us. They curated it. Um, But they do so much more to make sure that when we are talking about this and marketing, that it is relevant, um, it is sensitive to the topic, and that it is meaningful. And I I love that Adopt a Classroom is um, open with us about our messaging and making sure that they keep us honest. If when we talk about something, we can go a little step further to explain when we say that a school is high need, that it means that the that the school might be, um, might have students who 40% of them qualify for free or reduced lunch. And so if ever someone in marketing would like to elaborate on it, they just tell us, hey, here, let me make sure that you're informed before you go out publicly and, and talk mm-hmm. about need. And we're a car company. We talked about how um, we're in the unfamiliar territory in education and it, and we need our partner to inform us, keep us honest, keep us um, relevant, but also to make sure that we are being appropriate. Um, and so I think that that comes with a lot of trust and uh, being marketers, sometimes you and adopt a classroom is a nonprofit and we don't need marketing advice sometimes, or we think we don't need marketing advice because we're the, we're the marketers here. We're the corporate marketing team, but this, we don't operate like that with adopt a classroom. We're in it together. We're one team. Um, and we really do lean on their insights to make sure that when we go to talk about this program, that we're doing it in the right way. And that it's going to really resonate with our audience because they're the ones telling us how to do it. So a lot of, um, just allowing them the space to weigh in on our on our marketing, but on also the program. So we mm-hmm. don't build the program in a, back, a vacuum. We really do allow them to be part of the development of the program. Every single component they're part of in deciding, is this the right thing to give to a teacher? Should we give them only supply kits or should we give them only money? Um, I love that Adopt a Classroom was able to um, give us something tangible to give to right. teachers and not just giving them money, but also saying, but the money is still needed because we could have just said, let's do the supply kits only because that's a cool, tangible thing for marketing purposes. And it also solves the problem of giving teachers supplies that they would have to come out of their pocket to buy. 
And they're working with Adopt a Classroom. They helped us to see that the funding is also still very important and it'll help the money go further. So I think that that comes with trusting your partner um, to make sure that you give them the space to weigh in on the, the way you've structured your program. It could actually help make the program more impactful. I love how you're leaning into Adopt a Classroom's expertise and you're you really share that in this podcast, but also I'm assuming with everybody that you work with as well, because it can be really hard to build these programs. And I think the ones that do it best are the ones that have open and honest, transparent conversations with partners. I want to dive into lessons learned a little bit. So Nick, what is one thing you learned while working on this campaign that you think others could benefit from? Uh, So there's a lot of things that I learned. Um, I'll share the one that I think um, Ashley and I, the biggest lesson that we took away from our first time doing this. So 2021 was our first time doing it on this scale, the national level. And we reached out to our retailers and asked them if they wanted to adopt classrooms. And they said, yes, of course, Uh, we'll take six classrooms. We'll take 10 classrooms, whatever it is. And they were very happy to sign up for it. Um, But what we know about our salespeople is they're very data-driven. They're very uh, numbers-driven. They like to see the information. Um, so we got with Adopt a Classroom and thank goodness Adopt a Classroom puts up with us because we come up with some crazy <laughs> ideas and, and, and we are not the company that's just going to, uh, to give financial contributions. We, we, we're trying to think through ways to always grow our programs and do different things. So we said to them, can we go and look at all the schools that were adopted or the classrooms that were adopted last year, figure out how many classrooms and students were in each of those schools. So when we go back to the retailers for 2022 and we ask them if they want to partner up again and they say, give us 10 classrooms, we can say, well, did you know there's only 15 in the school? You could adopt that entire school if you just up mm. to 15. And we <laughs> adopt the classroom, pulled it together. Uh, they were able to figure out how many classrooms were at each of the schools. Uh, and by presenting that information to retailers, we allowed them to make an educated donation. And I think that that's the biggest thing is not just taking a guess at how you can help. If you can really look at the numbers and really understand how you can shape your impact. Uh, some of these retailers were so close to being able to adopt every classroom in their school and didn't know it. So um, that, that was our biggest takeaway this year. So supplying them with that data in advance, letting them make an educated contribution, uh, that really helped. And I think that's uh, how we were able to increase our numbers year over year and get even more support for 2022. I love that. Okay, Ashley, what about you? What's one thing that you learned while working on this campaign that you think others could benefit from? Being open-minded with your partner and flexible. Uh, I think sometimes corporations come in uh, with ideas like Nick mentioned. We we have a lot of ideas. We're a marketing team. And um, sometimes we think marketing first. And uh, I think if you're open-minded when you work with your partner, uh, and you bring them in into the mechanics of the program and you guys do it together, um, it sometimes makes for better, more impact and, and a better story. And I love that we were open-minded about how we were going to address this problem because we could have done so many things, but and money and funding isn't always the coolest idea or the sexiest for um, some partnerships, but this was the need. It it was funding. And I think Adopt-A-Classroom helped us to see how that looks different across the country from school to school, from classroom to classroom. And so if we weren't open-minded, we might have shut down some of the ideas that they brought forward, but we decided to like I said, trust them and that they know what is needed and what can truly make a difference in a bigger way. 
Um, and so we used to give books. So now we 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 do more than just that. And it's because we were open minded about how money can go really far. And together we can figure out a way, a compelling way to tell that story. So it doesn't just seem like we just gave money to schools all over the country. So um, I just think be, be open minded with your partners uh, and build a program together. Don't come in um, with it all baked. Um, leave some some room for them to be part of the creative process and developing an impactful program. Well, thank you so much for sharing kind of the inner workings of this partnership, how you work with Adopt a Classroom and your tips. Nick, where can people learn more about Subaru and your partnership with Adopt a Classroom if they'd like to do that? You can learn all about it at Subaru.com slash Love Promise. You can learn about Love's Learning and our partnership with Adopt a Classroom as well as the other Love Promise pillars. Wonderful. Well, I will include that in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Nick and Ashley, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Sally. The Engage for Good podcast is produced in partnership with True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Ian Post and Rex Banner. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing just that for our show. But the best thing you can do to support Engage for Good is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.